0: We gon' start this thing off, right? Hey, listen, when I say truth, you say moment. Truth. Hmm. Ooh, y'all better say that though. I felt that now. Come on. Hey, listen, we are gathered here today in love, peace, truth, and growth. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are now. <laughs> but what's happening? What's going on, beautiful people? How y'all doing out there? Y'all good? Uh, y'all, straight? Everything, everything? All right, cool. Right on. That's what I like to hear. Mm-hmm. But thank you so much for pressing play and welcome to the Truth Moment Podcast. It's An audio conversation experience delivering the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but that good old truth. Mm-hmm. I am your host, Mika Joy, aka the vessel of truth, aka the voice behind the truth, aka the voice. And I hope that y'all are ready, ready, because we are about to dig into all things truth right here on the Truth Moment Podcast. You have the power to be happy already within you.
1: State the facts, speak the truth. Many people go through life never getting in touch with their greatness because of the lack of motivation to push themselves. We wear the mask that grins
0: and lies. It shades our cheeks and hides our eyes. You can't handle the truth. the true, the true, the true, the truth. Back in February, y'all, of this year, which is 2021, <laughs> I dropped and at the same time reintroduced a series here to the Truth Moment podcast. Through episode 146 with special guest Mr. Brian Childs was the reintroduction of Boys and Men, a very necessary series. You see, because Boys and Men provides opportunity for men to be seen, heard, felt, and supported through conversation and truth. And so for this week's wave of truth, for this week's episode, episode 162, we have another special guest in the building for our Boys and Men series. And I cannot wait for y'all to hear his journey from boyhood to manhood. You see, because how many of us know that the birth of a boy is also the birth of a man? (laughs) Mm. The birth of a man happens through boyhood. Oh, yeah. So listen, all I'm going to tell you is to get ready. Okay? Get ready. Because what you are about to hear next is his journey from boyhood to manhood. Stay tuned. i got a brother in the building, y'all, who I have wanted to have in the building for quite some time. Uh, Mr. Nate Williams, are you there? Are you present?
2: I am here and I am present. How you doing?
0: I am blessed. I'm groovy and I'm highly favored. Can I, can I, I, I want to go ahead and throw that in there. Too. I'm highly favored.
2: I like, I like all of that.
0: Come on. Can you dig it?
2: I can dig it. I can <laughs> dig it. I feel real good about asking. that. Yeah.
0: And how are you?
2: Man, I'm trying to figure out some adjectives to follow oh the way you just described how you're doing. Um, (laughs) I'm doing very well. I'm very happy to be a guest. I feel honored. Mm.
0: I'm
2: happy to be here.
0: All right, now. All right. You know what? Something else just hit me that I have identified with for today, and that's light. I'm doing light. I woke up this morning feeling really, really light. And it felt okay. good to to be in that space.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, I don't know if you can relate or not, but when you're heavy, ain't no good feeling. You move a little slower. Sure. I can you, relate. You're not operating in your full potential.
2: Yes. Yeah. You know? Well, I woke up. I did wake up feeling a little light today. Um. <laughs> I, uh. I didn't get on a scale, but I felt a little lighter than usual. <laughs> <laughs> Come no, I'm just being silly, but yeah, no, I um, that is a good feeling. That is a good feeling. I felt light in a number of different ways. Um, I really felt. I've been anticipating this this interaction for a minute. I think that was part of why I woke up feeling sort of excited about today
0: yes because this is the first time that you've experienced a podcast on on this side
2: that that, that is correct <laughs> <laughs> that is correct and i was a little bit nervous uh you know earlier i asked you to give me an extra 10 minutes mhm I, I won't say why i'll just say i was nervous
0: listen i already know i
2: already know <laughs> you you
0: ain't you ain't got to say no more
2: i already know yeah but i'm feeling That's good okay. now
0: that's okay. That's all right. But you know, like I told you that, that is a, that's a expected feeling, right? Anytime we step into something new that we've never experienced before, it's going to be a little nervous and stuff. Yeah. Nervousness energy, but I applaud you. I, I applaud you for doing something that you've never done before.
2: Yeah, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity. I need to expand my borders a little bit, and uh, this is a perfect opportunity for that. Come
0: on, I would like to think so. I'm in agreement with you. Yes. Well, uh, before we go any further, uh, I would love for you to introduce yourself uh, to the listeners. I mean, I, I know you as uh Nate. Okay, uh, we're going to get into how we know each other here in a minute. Um, you know, these days you are a husband. I am. You are a father. I am. Okay, now if you want to share, if you want to go into more detail, please do. But please let the folk know.
2: Yeah. Your All right, well, um, I am Nathan, affectionately known as, as Nate. But I'm Nathan Williams. Um, I'm Nathan Williams the second, actually. Come on. And I have a a son who is now Nathan Williams the third. I am a father of three: uh, a thirteen-year-old, uh, that's Nathan the third, and an eight-year-old named Noah. And my baby girl, she's three. And her name is Nia. Um, I am a. Sixteen. Let's see. I'm sixteen years into my marriage. Mm. To the. Uh, it's my, been my that college. long. Nate. It's been sixteen years. Yeah. Ooh. Sixteen years. So I'm, I'm like a veteran.
0: Congratulations, sir.
2: Yeah, I appreciate that. Beautiful. Yep. So my, I married my my college sweetheart, uh, Kiva, formerly Kiva Williams. She is now proudly Kiva Williams. <laughs> I'm sorry that I, I said that wrong. Right? She's Kiva Connor. And she's now obviously Kiba Williams, but yeah, um, I am in Tampa. Um, I've been in Tampa now for man, twenty three years. Mm. Yeah, so I'm like a Tampanian now. I've been in Tampa <laughs> five years longer than I than I uh, lived in Orlando. So I
0: didn't know that was a word.
2: I, yeah, we made it up. Yeah,
0: did-
2: <laughs> but it's but it's a word over here on this side of the state. Yeah. <laughs> mm,
0: I didn't I didn't know it had been that long
2: yeah yeah I got married young man I was 25 and um you know Kiva hung in there with me because I had a lot of growing up to do mm. but um but yeah we're still hanging in there and uh I say we're, we're we kind of crossed that threshold I think around that 15th year uh we got to the point to where we stop saying the good old days like the good old days were 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 present it's like things kind of we're living in the good old days now so oof yeah so it's it's been good mm,
0: mm, mm, mm. and if y'all keep speaking over y'all y'all's community with one another like that putting that out into the atmosphere yeah y'all will continue to have good days.
2: Absolutely. I I'm love a, b- I'm a big
0: that. In that. Damn, I love that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm. The time went by very quickly, I will say that. But um, it's been a ride. It's been a good ride.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I must say, you know, um, watching from afar. I have really mm, I've admired the man that you have grown to be. You know what I'm saying? You when when anytime you post anything on social media, you know, I'm yeah. back, I'm just like, damn man, the way you share your kids with the world, the way you share your wife and all of the wonderful things that she's doing at you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You, you. Mm.
2: It's well, been you beautiful me. to witness. You got me blushing a little
0: bit. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I salute you. I, I have so much respect for you as as a man, as a father, as a husband, because you know what I have learned through having these conversations, as it relates from uh, as it relates to boyhood to manhood is. I've learned so much from the previous guests about their journey, and I've always felt like men have a voice too. Yeah, and oftentimes men aren't heard from. Oftentimes there isn't space created for men to be heard from. Sure, and so um, I've learned a I've learned a lot. And I know that the journey isn't easy, you know, manhood period isn't easy. But then, when you add into the mix, when you add into the recipe in the pot, <laughs> fatherhood and being a husband,
2: yeah, oh. yeah, it, it it um it's something that certainly requires a, a certain level of commitment, or you It's, it's something that it's easy to, it's sometimes it feels like it's easier to quit if you, if you have that as an option. Mm. So I I learned early on, um, probably from listening to some men in my life that have been around some corners that I had not, um, you know, that there were going to be challenges that it was going to be a, you know, there is no, um, instruction manual. Come on. For some of the, uh, you know, the challenges that can arise in the family and in marriage and when you come, I wouldn't say complicated, but when when children are, are part of that, you know, it's an added um, it's an added challenge at times for sure. So, yeah, it's been. Um, it's been an enjoyable journey, mm. but there certainly have been days where, you know, it was extremely challenging. Um, I was fortunate to have a really good role model in my father. Um, So, you know, there were some things that I was able to glean from him over the years, just watching him as a father and as a husband. That helped me. Him along with, you know, my grandparents. My my grandparents were married for a man. They both passed away uh, earlier this year. Uh, My Mm -hmm. my mother's parents, that is. But, um, But they were married for man like 65 years. Mm, wow. Yeah. So, you know, I went into marriage with the idea that um that it was forever. And so through the good days and the challenging days, um the only option was, hey, this is this is forever. And fortunately, my wife has that same mentality cuz I've certainly given her some I'm sure some days where she's like, man, you know, <laughs> this is uh this is not what I signed up for.
0: Come on, at all. Yeah.
2: But yeah, she not getting in there with me, so it's paying off. It's paying off now for sure. Yes.
0: Mm, 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 mm. You know, as I was listening to you, you said something and I and I told you in a previous conversation offline, you speak my language, okay? Because you said the good days and the challenging days you didn't say the bad right and see for me that's a word that i have decided to exclude from describing those challenging moments you know instead of saying bad because there's a certain energy that is attached to bad that i think a lot of us don't even realize when we're speaking about certain experiences so but a simple fact that you said good and challenging
2: yeah i love it yeah you know that's something i learned as a father i think and i just applied it i began to apply it everywhere I, you know in my life with my oldest son uh you know he was a very bright kid and as a result i should say he is a very bright kid but when he was like a daycare man we would get calls from the teachers every day um the, the material, I guess, he went to a daycare that was a little bit more than just babysitting.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: they had a curriculum. Uh, he went to a monastery school. And so they they were learning a lot. And a lot of the stuff that he was being exposed to, he, he already, either he already knew it or he would learn it very quickly. And so as a result, he would just become uh, sort of a problem in the classroom. And one of his teachers... Said that to me. She used that verbiage. She said, "You know, he's very good in certain areas, and he has some challenges mm. in certain areas." And the, and the way she said that, it just kind of it stuck with me, and I, I began to apply that. Just like you just said, instead of saying something is bad, you know, it's just it's just challenging, and that, that's it. Not, nothing in my life that I look at is bad. Everything. I'm I'm man. I'm I'm the most blessed man I know. And so, you know, <laughs> I, I do have some challenges here and there, but at the end of the day, my, my worst days are still very good. Mm. Mm, mm, mm,
0: mm. I got a feeling I'm going to be in for a little ride here. I, I got a feeling already. <laughs> you going to take me somewhere now.
2: Well, listen, you got to stay in the driver's seat. Okay. I ride shotgun. Just don't, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I got
2: yeah, you. I got you. Go. I'm down for it.
0: Come on,
2: I love it. So that. I want to ask you a question. I know I'm not the host. I don't know if I'm allowed to ask the questions here. What but I do have hey. A, you, hey,
0: yeah, you, you, right. you got it.
2: All right. Well, you when we spoke offline the other day, uh, you asked me a question that is commonly asked, but the way you asked it, I I, I knew that it, there was more that you were really asking. You asked me how I was doing. Mm. And, but it was the way you asked it that made me know that you really wanted to know. It wasn't just, hey, how are you doing? It was, and and I, you know, know normal response is, hey, I'm doing fine. Or I'm doing good or whatever. So I'm going to ask you, uh, how are you doing today? I think we we dealt with like on a scale of one to 10. We did, we did. And yeah.
0: that's when I knew that you spoke my language because you, I didn't. I didn't even put that out on the table.
2: Right, right. But
0: you told me you was at a at a solid eight. Yeah. You
2: yeah, know what that was. I mean?
0: mm. Right now, in this moment, on a scale from one to ten, I am at an eight. I started out this morning at a high seven,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and as I like to tell myself, you know, no matter where I start. At the beginning of the day, I have the rest of the day to vibrate higher, and Absolutely. so I'm I'm at a good I'm at a good solid eight right now. You know, um, I had some challenging days last week. Some things that were um, very hard to process. No, I'm I'm a, I'm a drop a verbal switch right there. I had some challenging moments last week that were um, familiar yet unfamiliar. Yeah. Um, while processing and I'm really proud of of who I've become and the tools that I have uh, because those are the things that helped to pull me when I felt like I was slipping. Yeah. And so uh today this day, right here, I'm at a I'm at a solid eight right now. I, I feel pretty balanced, and I think uh, when we think about balance, you know, we have to think about mind, body, and spirit.
3: Yeah, for a sure. lot of
0: us feel balanced if if all the bills pay. You know what I'm saying? Right. If we got X amount of dollars in the bank. If we, you know what I'm saying, we live what we want to live, or we drive in what we want to drive, but it's about the balance across the board, mind, body, and spirit that a lot of us yeah.
2: miss out on. Yeah, there's no no doubt. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I know a lot of, uh, man, how can I say this? I know a lot of, well, I shouldn't say I know a lot, but I know some people that are are wealthy um, financially, but they're definitely broke. If that makes any sense,
0: it sure does.
2: And um, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> you know, it's um, so I agree with you. Like that, that total life, um, balance, that that like wealth in every area is um, is really what what we all should be shooting for. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. I agree.
0: That's a truth moment there, sir. <laughs> That's what that is there
2: Hashtag truth moment.
0: Come on,
2: I got a tally going. We got one truth I got one truth moment I'm picking Come back <laughs> up. See if I can get five <laughs>
0: Yes, so I got to ask you because it's it's only right. it's appropriate. I gotta ask you what are you sipping on?
2: Oh well, I am sipping on. A sweet tea from McAllister's.
0: McAllister.
2: I know that's kind of boring. Yeah. Are you familiar with McAllister's? I am not.
0: Is that a local spot?
2: You know, I don't know if I've ever seen one in Orlando. Um, there's a quite a few of them over here in Tampa. It's like a, it's like a deli, a place for kind of a lunch spot. Um, mm-hmm. sandwiches and soup and salad things like kind of like Panera, mm. sort of. But man, I'm gonna tell you. They have the best sweet tea. Um it's just perfect. It's 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 sweet but not not too sweet and it's freshly brewed and it's it's my favorite sweet tea. Okay. So that's that's what I'm sipping on. I know that's kind of boring.
0: I thought I but heard you say that. No, that's not boring at all. That's you. You say that's your favorite.
2: Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, Besides that... my mom's. My mom makes Sweet tea, that's a little bit better, but I can't get to her all the time.
0: <laughs> Come on.
2: Yeah. How about you? What are you sipping on over
0: there? Uh, I'm 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 working with a little red wine.
2: Okay. That's
0: what I'm working with. I hadn't had any wine. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks. It's been a couple of weeks. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's good in a way. Hmm. Because um, I say that's good in a way. That you can enjoy wine, but you don't obviously you don't have to have it every single day. So you're not like dependent on it.
0: No, it's, not at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a moment where it, it was my rider. You know what I'm saying? Every night five I, I go to bed.
2: I hear you. I've had a I've had a <laughs> I've had a rider before too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Come on, but you see now, you know I don't like you said I don't have to have it right it's 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 a bonus and um you know um
2: yeah
0: yeah but that's what i'm that's what i'm sipping on some red wine
2: yeah that's 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 probably what my wife is sipping on especially since um she has three kids to herself right now i'm usually <laughs> <laughs> there to lend a helping hand at this point mm. you know but um uh, but now well, she ain't gonna keep it work. too long. No, we're we're good. Like I told you earlier, man. I got my permission slip signed and it's been <laughs> it's been notarized and you know, so we're we're good. I don't want you to feel rushed at all, but but now <laughs> she, she's a red wine, she's a red wine lady for sure. Come on, yes, yes. All
0: right, well, before we get into uh icebreaker that I got for you uh, I want to know I'm going to see how good your memory is because you know we getting, okay. we getting a little older out here in these streets of life
2: Yeah, uh, but do but you we, but remember we, but we like that red wine though uh, come uh, on we just get <laughs> better
3: come
0: on <laughs> sir that's it that's it Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: but I want to ask you do you yeah. remember how we met or when we met
2: I definitely remember when, I I definitely remember being a, I believe, I know it was at Edgewater High School, obviously. Um, Well, that may not be obvious to the listeners, but (laughs) we we met at Edgewater High School. um, I believe it was my sophomore year. I believe it was my 10th grade year that we met. I don't remember exactly how we met, but That's I do I true. feel like it was I feel like it might have been like the summer, like one of those summer school mm. um, maybe the summer between my freshman and sophomore year or something like that.
0: Now I'm gonna tell you, I don't remember exactly how. I knew that we had a we had a few mutual friends. Yep. I don't remember exactly how, but I want to say I agree with you your sophomore year. I do remember yeah. you were, I want to say, a grade behind me.
2: I think I was, you were class of Maybe 96. Two? Yeah, I think I was two. Okay. Yeah. Because
0: I was, I was 96.
2: Yeah, I was 98. So yeah, I was two years behind. Okay. You. okay. Yeah, you were in a good class, man. My class was sort of lame. <laughs> so i found myself hanging out with people that were like my best friends were in your class
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: yeah
2: no doubt
0: yeah yeah i was thinking about that earlier i couldn't remember how but i i definitely remembered that it was it was that e
2: yeah the real eha. let's make sure we emphasize that
0: would you like to say hello would you like, Would I like- to- hello
2: to to Mister Williams? Hey, <laughs> is- oh man, don't tell me is that Gerald?
1: <laughs>
2: hey man, listen, please tell Gerald I said hello. He
1: can hear you. Um, hey.
2: Gerald, what's up, my man?
1: Up much, my guy.
2: It's good <laughs> to hear your voice, bro. Thank so you. me, and, me, me we, we, we were talking about you earlier, man. Me and I I, I, I was trying to recall exactly when we crossed paths. I believe it was. I had to be in middle school. So.
1: Yeah, it was a uh, pot one.
2: Yeah, it was pot one, man. So I think I was like a seventh grader and you were an eighth grader.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, that's
2: yeah. You right. old Winter Park Tigers.
1: There it is.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, I was telling, I was telling Mika earlier, man, you know, when you showed up, we didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know who you were and I didn't, you know. You seem very, uh, you seem very nice for a football player. You didn't sound like you had a mean, a mean <laughs> bone, you know. And I just remember, I don't know, I think it was a drill, but I remember, man, you hit me so hard that I, I told Mika, I almost, I almost became a basketball player. I was like, man, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not playing football anymore. This is this is over.
1: It's it's yeah. funny. It's funny you said that. Um, I was telling, I was because te- I I was telling my son. I said, yeah, I said when I first showed up because the year prior to that, I I wanted to play. And Coach Rick, I I didn't want to play senior midget. I wanted to get down with the junior midget. Yeah, with you guys. And uh, Coach Rick was like, he looked at me. He was like, no, nah, no, nah, we. we we before we we before right and i remember <laughs> that following year when i asked the first day we put on pads you asked me you was like you ever played football before and i was like no nah, just like saying lot, like, no nothing organized yeah and uh you was looking at me and when i put my I put my pads in you was like yes yeah, your first year because i put my knee pad in where the thigh pad was
2: Oh uh, yeah. man, yeah. Yeah, well, it didn't take long. It, it uh, man. Let me tell you, a football player is a football player.
1: Yeah.
2: And Gerald was a football player from day one, and so I learned that the hard way. <laughs> I learned that the hard way, boy. He, as we used to say back in the day, man, he used to bring the wood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's good to hear your voice, man.
1: Same here, same here. I'm gonna let y'all get back to the chronicles. Yep, yeah, yes, sir. All right, sir.
0: all right, all right. Um, look at that, taking a trip down memory lane and things. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, he peeped his head in.
3: Yeah. So yeah, I got that might bring
0: a smile to his face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um Yeah, yeah, back to Back to Edgewater, y'all were talking about when mm-hmm. to park and things, but back to Edgewater Yes um, That is that is when we met, so we go Way, way, way back Yeah, and um, yeah. like I said I, I knew you before You were a husband, I knew you before you was a man Okay, I knew yeah. you before you was a man I knew you before Listen. you were a husband Or a father
2: Listen, I just became a man, like a couple of years ago. So you knew me way. Nate, come
0: on, come <laughs> Sir, look, god
2: damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you the truth about it. I mean, this is the mm. truth moment, right? This That's is- That's what it is. So I, can I get another tally if I'm telling this is- I'm Yes, this is tally. two, right? Two tallies. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, you knew me when I was, at now at the time you couldn't, you could not have told me that I wasn't grown.
3: Mm.
2: But looking mm. back, man, I was a little boy. I thought like a little boy. I acted like a little boy. I made, you know, little boy decisions. And, you know, I think manhood is about decisions. And I think that that's why I say it was only, it's only been a few years that I would consider myself Mm. having been what I would consider to be a man. Mm. So, yeah, you knew me, man, when I was wet behind the ears. (laughs) (laughs) Come on yeah
0: yes man shout out
2: to edgewater yeah that was a 1900
0: different now i went
2: there for a 20-year anniversary and i'm like man where is the school (laughs) yeah it's totally i mean it looks great but it's totally different man i i was i thought i was gonna go and reminisce a little bit you know having been over here in tampa so long i i never would when i did come home i would never um, go through College Park, so I would never see Edgewater. Yeah, but yeah, it's um, it's come a long way.
0: Yeah, it has. It has. Mm, 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 mm. All right, so I want to hit you with uh, something that I, I hit all my guests with. It uh, actually, uh, grants access for me as well as the listeners to get to know just a little bit more about you. Sure. Yes, and so this is a fill in the blank. Type of situation. All right, all right. So I'm gonna throw a statement out there at you, and whatever hits your spirit right off rip, I want you to drop all it. All
2: right, I gotta I, be careful. I,
0: hey, <laughs> these are light. All right, all right, light. They ain't I'm gonna ready. take you too far. I'm ready. Too far off in the deep end. We ain't, we ain't gonna go down Okay. All right. I wake up every morning and
2: blank. Thank God. I know that's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's um, that means more now. That's the, that like that. That's the reality for me now. Probably even more in the last couple of months than ever. Um, I personally, this COVID thing, man, it really hit my family hard recently. Um, I lost one, two, three uncles, mm. um, a, two cousins, and I'm talking about like in a 45-day, maybe like a 45-day mm. window, Three, three of them were in three days, like August 18th, 19th, and 20th.
0: Wow.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, I thank God for every day. No doubt about it.
0: No, that's right. I love it, and you know, for some reason, now I don't, I, I don't know, but this is the image that I saw as soon as I heard you say that. Now I don't know if it was a Halloween party or something that you uh, attended, mm-hmm. where you were dressed as as Ice Cube.
3: <laughs>
0: okay, and when yeah. I tell you, you look just like him. Yeah. So I heard, I heard, I heard him saying today was a good day. That's right. Wake up in the morning, gotta thank God.
2: Yeah. I don't know, but today seems kind of odd.
0: Come on, no, sir. That was
2: my jam.
0: <laughs> Are we
2: gonna but get into did. some.
0: We gonna get into some jams here in a minute. Yeah. We gonna. All right. get, okay. Um, next to on my list, I I, I want to throw this statement out at you. I
2: tell myself every day blank. Ooh, that's a good one. Um Man, I'm drawing a blank on that one. Um that's Okay. I I you know why? I feel like if I take too long to answer it, like it's not authentic. Um but I, I do tell myself every day, I, I remind myself every day, like, what I'm doing it for. Like, whatever it is. Mm. And, um, I, you know, I I re- that's really my family, you know? Your why. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, and sometimes the it isn't obvious. Like, I could be going fishing. And Really, when you get down to it, I'm really doing that for my family because that time of, like, relaxing and, like, recharging and doing something I really enjoy,
3: Mm.
2: it, it, like, it enables me to be better. Like, a better husband, a better father. You know, obviously, when I go to work, that's, you know, that's an obvious, like, it. Like, I'm doing that, that it for my family to provide. But, you know, at the end of the day, everything I do, I could be, I could be going to a sporting event, and it all goes back to me sort of keeping that balance that you talked about earlier, you know, mm. in mind, body, and spirit. And um, you know, anytime we get out of balance, man, it, it has a tendency to a- a- affect more than just us. And, and my family is obviously the closest people that have to deal with me when I'm out of balance.
0: Mm. So, Amen, Amen. Oh, you're talking right, brother. You 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 talking all the way right. And I love that because this is something I had for you further on in our conversation Mm -hmm. about self-care as a man and how you invest in yourself. And so you I didn't told you now you speak my language. (laughs) Golly. Mm. Mm -mm Mm-mm. Okay, I'm I'm trying not to get too caught up in that right now. Let me let me keep moving here. Um. Today I am grateful for blank, and I guess that goes into what you mentioned about thanking God. I I would like to think so, just life yeah. in general. But I'm gonna go ahead and 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 you know drop it on you anyway.
2: All right, say that question. Say that one more time.
0: Today I am grateful for blank.
2: Man, I feel like I want to keep tying this back to my family. Um, but I'm grateful for this. I'm I'm in my office right now as we're having this conversation. And I'm grateful for this desk that I'm sitting at. Because um it is that it is in this space that I'm sitting in right now that really allows me to um Afford my family a certain lifestyle. Not that we have a fancy lifestyle or anything like that. Um, yet yeah, we're working on that. But
3: mm.
2: I'm able to um, you know, come to a place every day that I don't despise, that I actually look forward to coming to. And I'm able to um, you know, by the grace of God, provide in a way where my wife doesn't have to be concerned about um going to hit you know punch in on somebody's clock Mm. and um so i'm very grateful for that because i I, believe it or not even before i was ever a married man even before i even had a serious relationship i had this sort of fantasy about having a wife that was stay-at-home mom wow and um i saw my mom work extremely hard growing up and um I think as a result, I always wanted my wife to have some flexibility, to work if she wanted to work, Mm -hmm. not, you know, not, hey, stay home and have babies and keep, you know, not that, not that in that way, but just I wanted her to have the ability to do what she wanted to do without Mm -hmm. having to think about um, financial necessities, you know, so I'm thankful for this 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 um, space that I'm in, um, as far as you know, being able to make a living that provides for my family.
0: <sighs> I absolutely love it, and this is why, my friend. <laughs> I say it. I salute you. I just have so much respect for you, man. You, you, I asked you earlier if you was ready. God damn it. I don't know if I was ready. (laughs) (laughs) Golly. Yeah. But you see, that to me is a reflection of manifestation. You said you had a vision long before. Yeah. You were even in a serious relationship. You already saw some things for your wife.
2: For sure. God. I. You know, it's funny you say that. I was literally thinking about that the other day. And I was like, man, I wish I would have said some more things. Like, mm. really, you know, really had some more things in my vision for my future. Um, And it's not too late. But, you know. I wish I would have had the mind back then to uh, sort of get like that inner image of of more than just that, because there is really something too um, to the words that come out of our mouth, man. the the the, 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 the <laughs> book that I that I subscribe to, man, says that life and death is in our tongue. Oh, God. And I oh wait a minute, <laughs> Nate! <laughs> that is
0: my favorite scripture.
2: Is it? You better shut your out. Hey, listen, that's a good one to have as a favorite, man. Because, um, man, you we we got to be careful going down this road. We sure do. Because, um,
0: can I can I add that to the tally? What, what
2: is that? Three? Oh, yeah. Let's go ahead and add that. I got three. Come on. I'm for five. I'm about to. I'm about to increase my um <laughs> my goal. I <man. laughs> I'm going for seven. Seven is a good number. <laughs> That's the number of completion, man. I'm going for seven. Mm, mm, mm. But you know, I'm gonna say something. I, I don't want to turn this into, a, you know, um. Uh, but that that thing about us saying something and, and the things that we say and how it impacts us, you know, there's another verse that says that our tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Mm. And um, I think that when we say things, man, we're 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 writing we're sort of like writing on on our heart. Oh, and um, man, listen, I'm I'm not trying to quote scriptures here, but there's another scripture that says that out of the abundance of the heart. Uh-huh. and there's another scripture that says that the issues of life, that all of that stuff comes from our heart. Mm. And so um we just, we got to be careful what we say, man. We got to be intentional about what we say.
0: Oh, I just had this conversation a few days ago uh, mm, mm, mm. wow, and you see for me it hits a little differently hearing it from a man yeah it it for me it it just hits a little a little harder a little different mm, 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 mm. Uh, yeah. i all I, I right um If I had a
2: superpower, it would be blank. Oh, that's such a good question. (laughs) You know, the last time I... I can dig that. (laughs) I remember remember those questions in my elementary days. And they Mm -hmm. were... You know, that's a relevant question at any stage in your life. I remember back then, you know, I was a... Man, I guess the word, the adjective that would have been used was fast... I know that's usually used for girls,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but my superpower. When people ask me that, I would say I wish I had X-ray vision because mm. I, you know, so I could see some things back oh, then. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, man, I was, I was. Anyway, but now, <laughs> <The Mills>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, people saying they wish they could fly. I'm like, you can have that. I don't want to fly. <laughs> you don't want no want parts X-ray of that. Nah, nah. You can have that one. We can already do that. You know, we have a a a, a a a jet. We can fly on a jet, man. I don't need to be flying. Come on. But anyway, I think if I could have a superpower now, it would be oh, that's such a good question. Man, there's so many that come to mind. I can only name one, right?
0: You can name how many of you want to.
2: Okay. Uh I would say for one I would like to be able to, to see tomorrow, mm. like to see what's down the road, what's around the corner. Um, I think that would be an amazing superpower to have. Um, The last thing we, you know, we want to do is be like caught off guard or, you know, something comes up that we aren't prepared for. And. Man, I love to be able to see what's coming and have mm. the head start to get ready for it, whatever it is. Um, another one is just to be able to see, uh, to see people for like who they really are. Mm. Uh, whether that's my children, like to you know, sometimes I have a thirteen year old, and sometimes when I talk to him, I I try to to um like create a an environment where he can freely talk to me about things that he's experiencing or feeling or you know and, and sometimes it, it, I feel like I'm not really getting everything that I would like to get out of him mm. and I'm sure the same thing is true for um you know like my wife probably not as much my wife because you know, we're, we're both adults and we both kind of have a, a vested interest in being as, um, like, vulnerable to mm-hmm. it, in, in a sense. But with, with, with my kids and even sometimes with, like, colleagues or just people who I may have some level of relationship with, man, you just never know what somebody's really feeling because we're so good at pretending.
0: Come on.
2: Like, when, like, we can pretend like everything is great, especially with social media. You know, social media, we can all look like life is great and grand hmm. but i you know I, I, earlier this year i had a um a friend that passed away that i had known since like my first year in tampa and um i saw him a couple of months leading up to his passing and i did not know that anything was wrong and hmm. and he was literally dying of cancer and um as i think back to the last we met for lunch and as i think back to that last interaction it's like i wish i would have had the ability to see Mm. like what was really happening in his like what he was really dealing with i knew it seemed like he was very um um insistent on us spending some time together and and i i didn't take that to mean anything else other than like you know we had some time had passed and we hadn't really made the time to to, you know he has three kids just like me and so I didn't think anything of it but little did I know that that would be our last interaction and I wish I could have seen that coming and I would have probably I probably would have saw him many more times because that was probably two or three months before he passed away wow yeah So I, I'll stop there with superpowers I could man there's there's, a, there's a,
0: that's, that's sure. good though sir that's good, that's good yeah. mm. all right, uh, last on my list here Mhm, my name is Nate, and I am blank now you can fill that blank in with whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you want to fill it in with
2: um, my name is Nate and I am man these are some good questions <laughs> you know like the first thought that come to my mind is just a really silly answer um, right Before I became, when I came to high school, you know, Nate Dogg and Warren G had become mainstream artists. So I became affectionately known as Nate Dogg in high school. Mm. But prior to that, there was this little kid book. There was this kid detective named Nate the Great that I used to read about (laughs) in elementary school. So in elementary school, I was Nate the Great. Mm. And, um, but, but today in 2021, man, I am Nate. Uh, man, that's a really, that's a tough one.
0: You could take your time. I'm
2: trying to see, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think if I answer this based on how I see myself or like how other people see me, um, I think I'm just becoming Nate, the authentic, the authentic Nate.
0: Mm.
2: For a long time, I, I was um, very concerned about other people's, like the impression I was making, other people, other people's opinion, and I think that's part of part of the reason why I said earlier that. I just recently became a man because I finally got to a point to where I, I I really limited what was important. Mm. And um, so to prioritize what was important and, and and what people may or may not think about me went very, very far down on the list. I mean, I, I do think that we are, we have a level of responsibility for creating, the perception that people have of us. Like I'm, I'm not going to go around and be a mean, you know, God is tough to, to be around. Right. But at the same time, I'm not going to prioritize like how, what I do or how I do it based on what somebody who doesn't have enough. Come on. um, Like best and interest in my life to, like, mm-hmm. I don't really care about what people think as much. So I would say I'm, 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 I'm finally at a place where I'm authentic.
0: Now I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. Keep speaking your truth, brother. Keep I plan spe- on it. Keep, keep, keep speaking it. I love that because so many of us as grown-ass people, grown-ass women, grown-ass men, whether we... Have identified it, whether we recognize it, acknowledge it, whether we own that shit. We care, yeah, about what people think, yeah, what people have to say, and a lot of our life decisions are centered around that. And we Man, lived there for so cool. long that we didn't got so comfortable. We don't even realize we need to get up, and move. We don't. We don't. Yeah. We don't realize it. Yeah, the fact that you just own that, you spoke that. That's something powerful, man. It's powerful. You know, you have, I, I don't know if you can see my notes. You're talking about Superpower. <laughs> back in the day, you wish you could see things, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you can see what I got going on over here, but you have tapped into some areas that I wanted us to go. And one of those areas, You know, as I wanted you to take us back, which you've already done. You've taken us back to the younger version of yourself. But I wanted to ask you, growing up, Mm -hmm. did you have any nicknames? But see, you didn't already, you didn't already took Oh,
2: man. Yeah, yeah, I've already answered that. But I do, I do have one that I, I will share because I, man, this nickname, I wish it would have stuck. But, man, I just demanded, as I got older, I demanded the people that would refer to me by this name to please, like, they were all older than me, so I couldn't really demand it. But I would say, please just call me, like, by my name.
0: You yeah, asked
2: nicely. Yeah, I asked nicely. <laughs> and finally, some of them, most of them obliged. I still have a few cousins uh, that are, like, on my dad's side. My dad was the youngest of our uh, 12 kids. Mm. So some of my cousins from his older siblings are, they kind of grew up with him even more so than they grew up with me.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And so they were kind of like aunts and uncles. And so they would call me Boompty. Boompty? Boompty. Yeah. And not too many people know that. And so I, I, at the time, I just didn't like it. I just was like, man, what the heck is a Boomty? And well, how did and <laughs> I get this name? But I wish now, man, that I wish, I wish that that would have been like the name that everybody knew me as. You know, the first day of school, you feel like that little three by five car and they say, hey, you know, tell us about yourself. You know, who's uh-huh. your, this, what, what's your name and what nickname do you go by? I wish I would have been known as Boompty Williams. Hey,
0: but, come on, Boompty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> You know, had I been able to see the future, had I had that superpower back then. Come on. I would have I would have known that that, you know, those nicknames are, man, they're they are um I think they're important, man. They like they set you apart a little bit. And they mm-hmm. they kind of like let people into your I like a lot of times like that would have been the name that was given to me almost more than mine you know you have some family members that like i I literally had a cousin named peaches and i didn't find out until i was like 35 years Uh
0: oh can you hear me All right. I think I lost you but we 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 good? We back? Yes. Okay. All right. So you were telling us about
2: peaches. Yeah, yeah. So I had a cousin named Peaches and I I I did not know until definitely within the last no more than 5 years ago that her name was not actually Peaches. <laughs> like I never heard anybody call her anything mm. excuse, anything other than Peaches. And so I just thought her name was Peaches. And uh I think that's how it could have been for me. Where
0: come on,
3: people
2: now, when, like, "When you
0: when you discovered that Peaches wasn't her actual name, yes, did you look at her differently, or did she did she feel like a different person?"
2: Uh, you- no, I wouldn't say that. I just i I just realized that you know I I liked knowing her as Peaches much better than her real name. Okay, um, I felt like her 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 real name was not. As far as I was concerned, it's not who she was, you know?
0: Mm. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes on a whole life of their own. um, And that's why I asked, because sometimes someone's nickname really becomes them, if that makes sense. No no doubt. So when you hear somebody's real name, you're like, wait a minute. Uh -uh."
2: Yeah. That, so that, like your name, don't
0: you, even
2: have of, them. you have one of those names even though it's not a nickname
0: you said I have one of those names you
2: have, you have one of those names like amongst my friends my circle the uh, the people that that I hung out with that um that knew you as long as I knew you like Cameron JP if your name ever comes up you never just Mika. <laughs> Mika or Mika? You're Mika Dunn.
0: And you know what? I, you know, <laughs>
2: that
0: reminds me of, of my brother. You know, because I never understood out of the the Dunn children. Yeah, I've never heard anybody refer to Drea as Drea Dunn. Right. But I've heard Mike Dunn. I've heard Mika Dunn.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. See, I didn't know. I didn't know Mike that good. Like he was so. He it seemed. I mean, he's a grown man now, obviously, but it seemed like back then, like he was such a little kid. Like he was, mm-hmm. you know. So I didn't really. I didn't really. I, I heard of him once. I was in Tampa, and I think you know he was on the football field making a name for himself. That's when I really started hearing his name. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So for sure, for you, I can say with. I mean you you will always be Mika Dunn as far as I'm mm. concerned. Yeah.
0: I remember I used to feel uncomfortable with people calling me by my nickname if you didn't know me like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, but I will say over the years, Mika and now Mika Joy, because I'm I'm learning to embrace my middle name more. Uh, because I can identify with it more. I was just telling my mama this the other day. I identify more with joy than I ever have right now yeah. in, this, in this stage of life. Um, but it feels different and it feels good now that people call me Mika. I it, it doesn't feel the same way like it used to. Yeah. Because I'm not as guarded as I used to be. Yeah. Not as um, I used to be really to myself. And I think too, mm, as I'm unpacking this, I had trust issues um, with people. More than, mm, damn, more than I thought I did. But now when people refer to me as Mika and that's what I go by, it feels good. It feels good to be right here, right now. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Come on. Uh another place that um you took us before I took you down was how would you describe yourself, the younger version of yourself? And in one word that you mentioned uh was fast. <laughs> <laughs> but how oh, else would you would you describe um, Younger
2: Nate? I was... Man, you're asking some really good questions. <laughs> like, they forced me to... Um, Dig deep. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I would describe Younger Nate as insecure. Mm. Um... Um, I'm not going to necessarily say these in a, in a particular order, but that that comes to mind. Uh, I didn't know that then. Like I, I thought, and I'm. I, I would imagine that people around me may have thought that I was secure.
0: I damn sure did. Even
2: because, um, did. yeah, because I don't know. It's it's it's. Um, I was good at. I learned how to um I guess pull it off that that I felt secure, but I felt I felt insecure a lot. I found security. I was able to find security in certain things, but I wasn't secure just in myself.
3: Mm.
2: I can remember like growing up, I felt secure as long as I was as long as there was something that people th- sort of looked at before they looked at me like mm-hmm. usually it was sports mm-hmm. so you know if i if i knew i was like the fastest kid in the class or the fastest kid in the grade or something like that that made me feel secure i remember in middle school i went to a middle i don't know if you well i'm sure you've heard of lockhart middle school mm-hmm. but at the time man, lockhart was a train wreck it was like it was just a uh, it, it was well, for me, it felt that way because I went to an elementary school that was very civilized and very, you know, you didn't even hear profanity, much less really see fights.
3: Mm. And
2: I showed it at Lockhart, man. It was fights every day. I mean, like bad fights and things were a lot different than what I experienced at home, as far as like the language and as far as just the the edginess that that I that felt very apparent to me, and um. So I would always try to, I would do one of two things. I would either find something that I could stand on. And and in early days at Lockhart, it was like, I was always asked to race people. So like after school, people would be like, hey, you know, we're going to have this. And it would be like a lot of people gathered around to watch two kids race. And as long as I was winning, I felt secure because that became my sort of my, the reputation that preceded me is that I could run fast. Mm. And then in high school, you know, that started lending itself to football. And so, you know, I was able to find security. And, you know, that's what, probably why Cameron and John became, like, my best friends is because of football. That's sort yeah. of what caused us to cross paths. Well, I actually, I take that back. I knew John long before I came to Edgewater. But when we all became very close, it was around football. And, and even though I was younger than them, than them, you know, I was able to play with them as opposed to playing with necessarily the kids that were in my class. Mm-hmm. And so that made me feel secure. You know, I remember it was a big deal to sit in the junior, senior cafeteria when I was a <laughs> sophomore. And I don't know if people didn't know I was a sophomore or, if, you know, Cameron and John I'm sitting with them and like guys like Trod and people who had a certain level of like respect. Like nobody's going to come to their table and say, hey, you got to make this kid get out of this. You know, so (laughs) that made me feel secure. Mm. Um, But I can remember um, when I didn't have those things to sort of stand behind and like hide behind when I had to just be myself. I found my I found out that I really wasn't secure with just just standing alone by myself when like s- sports was no longer a thing for me and when I just had to be a regular person um, and just stand on my like just stand on who I was I found that I, I tried to say things. To portray myself a certain way that wasn't necessarily who i really was and like that literally could have ruined my life and I, t- me and my wife were talking about this you got to tell me if i'm rambling too long on this subject listen you better unpack okay. okay so i was talking to my wife and she was saying how when i i met her at usf so we you know I, i'm coming over to usf which is in tampa from Orlando, and she's coming to USF from Atlanta. And um, we had a very odd way that we met. We didn't meet in a way that you expect somebody to meet their college sweetheart. I actually was introduced to her by another young lady who I was kind of... Uh, what's that word that uh, Jada made up? Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, Dang, what was it? I can, It'll come back, but it was a relationship of sorts. But it was one of those relationships with a certain understanding, like that we weren't really mm-hmm. together. Together, we were just sort of like, I had a girlfriend back home. She had a boyfriend from back home, and so we were sort of like going to be each other's stand-in when we were away from our significant other. And so she is actually the person that introduced me to Kiva, mm. my wife, my now wife. And at the time, I was caught up in a in a time where I was insecure, and I was I was sort of like um, acting out. Like I always desired to be entanglement, who I entanglement. Yeah, I had an entanglement position lady, and she introduced me to Kiva. And you know, so some good came out of this entanglement, but <laughs> it was an odd way. like I never would have imagined, like that would be the 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 way that I was introduced to the person who would become my wife and my the mother of my children, and all that. But um, the 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 life that I was living my first year in college was not truly who I was, but it was who I thought I should be. Whoa! And oh, wow. um, I was like, I had a bad reputation. Um, that I developed very, man, like immediately when I showed up on, on campus and it was because I was trying to be, um, like a player Mm. and, and I was trying very hard. And so I was, I had a certain level of success and, you know, on a, a, and whenever you're in a space where, you know, like a campus things trap man news travel was quick and you know i started realizing i wasn't as good of, at being a player as i thought and so the result was when i found a, a, a say a young lady that i really did like and wanted to to really get to know um my insecurity which led to me sort of um, carrying myself in a way that really wasn't who I truly was like I, I man I was a kid that daydreamed about being like married with kids when I was like I'm telling you I was I wasn't even like I don't even think I was in high school like all that manifestation and it was weird man because I remember like there was girls I had crushes on growing up and I wouldn't imagine like okay uh, holding her hand or or even like I wouldn't even imagine physical things so much as I would imagine, like, man, she might be my wife one day. Mm. And I remember thinking that about like just some random girl who I thought was cute. I would jump all the way to, <laughs> man, what if she's my wife one day, you know? Mm. And it was, it's, it's so weird now that I think about it. But that's sort of who I was. Like, I looked forward to the day of being like a husband and being a father. And um, who I was being uh, the, back to the college years, early college years especially, I was man. I was I was being who I thought I was supposed to be as a young. Wow. I don't know if I say a young black man, just as a young man that I'm supposed to like sow my wild oats. Is that mm. I think that's the mm-hmm. same. And um, you know, obviously, as a I don't want to make it seem like deep down I I didn't have the desires to sort of live out what I was experiencing. But at my core, that's really not like the temptation is always there, whether it's like, hey, I got this car and then a new car comes out. And you're like, man, I want to get that car. A new phone comes out. I want to get that phone. Like the temptation is always there to want something that you don't have. But man, I was having (laughs) What I, it, it wasn't just a temptation it was like man i was intentionally you know man it was it was bad but it was it, i guess here's my point it was really for, it was short-lived because i i'm i met my wife my freshman year and because of my reputation she didn't want anything to do with me mm. and my sophomore year um she sort of opened up a little bit and i immediately um started to become who i really desire to be and i started to become like myself but you know i still had some some growing up to do so it's not like i was i, I didn't do it perfectly certainly but um but that's really who i desire to be and uh, that's why i say it could have ruined my life like had had she not come around when she did, like she was, a, she was the first girl I met at that stage in my life that I was interested in way beyond anything physical. Mm. And so it, it gave me the opportunity to make a decision to, to stop sort of this dangerous um, lifestyle that I was starting to, to live. Can I ask you a question? Please.
0: Because, you know, um, as I'm sitting here listening, and as you are unpacking, you know, this this question popped up because you said that. Can, can I hit rewind a minute? <laughs> <laughs> you said that you were you were moving in a way of who you thought you should be or who you thought you were supposed to be. Yeah, as a man. Can I ask you what infused that that thought?
2: That's a that's a good man, you All right. So, man, this is going to sound so silly. Uh-uh. But there was let this it, Let school, it flow. Let it flow, yeah. brother. There was this thought that that was sort of um put into my mind along with some family members like I grew up with a lot of cousins on my mom's side and we were all very close in age and close in proximity so we spent a lot of time together we played sports together you know we spent the night at each other's homes and so we were very close and my my mom's brothers they were they were young at that point and we were very impressionable Mm. and you know, we observed them and they were like our heroes, man. Like, you know, they were into sports and they were all, you know, sort of ladies men at that stage in their lives. I mean, and so we literally as little kids, by little kids, I mean like you know, middle school, high school, mm-hmm. probably middle school. We decided that it was in our blood mm-hmm. to be ladies' men, and that mm-hmm. we didn't really have a choice in the matter. That it was it was in our blood to be like generational, yeah, like this is just part of who we who we are. It's in the DNA, it's in our DNA, <laughs> and and so as a result. You know, we didn't even have. It's like we just bought into that idea. Now here, our, our our uncles are growing up, and now they're, you know, getting married and having families. But you know, so they made it out of that chapter of their life. But we're we were at the age when we were sort of deciding who we were or who we thought we were, anyway. You know, the damage had been done. We had decided, like this is like, we, we had these conversations all the way up until we were grown men, like Mm. getting ready to get married and stuff. Just thinking like, man, you know, I remember telling one of my cousins that, man, I'm going to get married. And I was 25 when I got married. I remember him telling me like, man, you tripping. Like, you know that Uh you're, you're not cut out for that. Like that's, that's Mm. not right now. And, um, it's, it was it was deeply ingrained in us and uh like again i I grew let me say this my dad was not that type of guy my I dad was I was gonna go down yeah no he was but see in my mind you know sometimes dads are important for the example they set but they're not necessarily who we believe. When we're growing up as young boys, <laughs> so I I lean, I started to lean on who my dad was once I got older. But when my dad was, my dad, I mean, my, my I come from a family where, I mean, we were like the Holy Rollers, man. It's like we didn't. My, my dad told I never heard my dad say a a, a curse word ever to this day. Mm. Um, I never saw alcohol in my home growing up. And I thought all these things were normal. And so I started to, instead of me looking at my dad and, and, and admiring that about him, I looked at him and said, man, my dad is a cornball. Like my mm-hmm. uncles are out here living. um, You know, and, and when I say that, it was really my mom's brothers because they were closer. Uh, they, they lived in the Orlando area for the most part. So, they were the uncles that, you know, my, my dad's brothers, they were sort of more like him, but they weren't around. I would see them a couple of times a year, as opposed to, like, every day with my mom's brothers. So, my dad did set the right example, but I just wrote wrote him off. It's like, man, he's a cornball. He doesn't know how to have fun. Mm. You know, he he always you square. know, he, yeah, he's a square. He's a deacon at the <laughs> church. You know, he's teaching, he's teaching, he's teaching Sunday school and Mm. And and my uncles are, you know, they're the ones, you know, they got muscles and they, they, they listen to the cool music and they. Mm. Every time I see them, they got a different pretty lady with them. And, Come on, you know. So that's what I was. That's what we all gravitated to.
0: And I bet you they had a lot of pretty lady problems too. They they never talked they about. They
2: did. That. They did. I'm sure. They did. They but did. But you know but, what? This
0: this this conversation. The way that is flowing is, is mind-blowing for me right now because you have hit on, again, I got to say, you have hit on questions that I hadn't even asked yet. And another question I had for you was, what was one of the biggest lessons you were taught as a young boy that followed you into manhood? <laughs> you done already broke that shit down. You didn't already unpacked it.
2: Hey man, maybe I do have a, a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I can Come see on. through the phone. I'm looking at your. I'm looking at your questions. God me. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but you know the good thing is, in on on August, what's today, October 11, 2021, I am. Uh... Like in, a, I have a sort of a new lease on life, and I'm, 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 I'm living the life that I was always, Ooh. that I always desired to live. I, I, even when I was not, um, being true to myself. Mm. Fortunately, man, by the grace of God, that didn't catch up with me to the point where my life was ruined. Um, you know, there was enough time for me to. Figure some things out and make some good decisions, and you know now at forty one, I'm 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 living what's Little Duval Say I'm living my best life.
0: Come on.
2: Yeah. So it, and it's getting better.
0: Living my best
2: life. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna try to sing it, but <laughs> your your audience <laughs> was disconnected. Say like, man, this dude That, that was something else. That
0: was something else I had for you. Yeah. Because see you, you you're taking us on a journey. You taking us from boyhood to manhood. So I have my questions customized. Yes. Right, for the journey. And so that was actually one of my ending questions. Who is Nate now? God
3: damn. Oh. <sighs> okay. All right. Oh, all right, so wait. Do you want wait, me to talk about-
2: wait. Wait. Okay sorry i told you you gotta make sure i stay in the passenger seat
0: come on no but i can dig it i can dig it since we touched on music yeah this question came to me earlier and i have never ever ever asked this question in truth moment boys and men history
2: all right (laughs) okay are you are you ready I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> See, I've listened to a few of these episodes. <laughs> so I couldn't have prepared for this one at all. Let's go.
0: I think you can handle it, though. I'm ready. All right. If you could title... Let me back up here, because I, I want to really unpack this. I believe that each of us as individuals have a soundtrack that is attached to our life okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you could title your life soundtrack journeying from boyhood to manhood what would you title it wow I'm going to tell you as you're thinking one of my favorite soundtracks is the waiting to exhale
2: Soundtrack. Mm-hmm. That's a Because I feel story.
0: like it tells a story musically. Yeah. Of of life and and the journeys that each of those women were traveling. Mm-hmm. And and we can relate to that as, as people. We we, you know, a lot of times these these characters in movies we like no, you know, we can't really you know this is on some real fictional shit. We can't really get down with that. But as a woman, for me that soundtrack is mm, it's the truth yeah it's the truth so if you could attach a title to your soundtrack what would you title it
2: man oh man all right so we're we're going with a title of the soundtrack yes a title of the soundtrack okay um i would say i once was blind but now i see <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ooh, you caught me as I was trying to swallow this hill wine. Woo!
3: <laughs>
2: what?
0: What?
2: Yeah, I think I would go with that. I was gonna go with I once was lost, but now I'm found. Either, but, either
0: one, goddamn it.
2: Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go with the former.
0: You know what? Right in this moment, this just hit me. Let me watch my mouth. Let me watch my mouth because you may want your babies to hear this episode. Let me, let me, let me, let me watch my mouth. Because the father that that you are, the involved father that you are, you may want to share this episode with them. I don't know. I don't even know if you thought about that
2: yeah you know but... i know I, I hadn't i hadn't but it's interesting Especially a 13 year old yeah i was gonna say he and i I've, I've been opening up to him more about who dad really is not just who i you know who mm-hmm. i try to portray when he's looking
3: mm. but
2: um yeah yeah there's some things that i that i share here that i think would be um Some moments, some some truth moments that I can open up to him about, you know?
0: My Jeezy can I get it?
2: Can I get a fourth tally for that one?
0: You sure can. All right, I'll take it. You 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 sure can. <laughs> now you earned you earned that one now. You didn't earn all of them. Shoot. You see how I cleaned that up real quick? Cause I almost said I, something.
2: Else. I saw you. <laughs> you went all the way PG. <laughs>
0: So listen, as we are hitting on, as we are talking about your soundtrack, yes. uh, what's one song that would be featured?
2: Now, are we talking real soundtrack. songs that exist or am I making up a title to a song?
0: How however you want to flow.
2: Ooh, all right. I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna try to think of a real song. So that uh let me think about this. Okay. Thank you
0: for for breaking that down because I wasn't too specific.
2: Yeah, no, I just wanted to make sure I'm giving you what you're asking for. I appreciate um, it. (laughs) A song, man. Can um, everybody
0: think like that? A
2: song.
0: Just one, just one.
2: This one song. Now, this is a song on, on my on the soundtrack of my life.
0: Yes. All right. Which was so, I Once Was Blind.
2: Right. Uh uh-huh. well I mean no. that has a real that has a real gospel feel to it, the sound, the name of my soundtrack. Mm-hmm, so I mm-hmm. feel like it would be only appropriate for me to go with a gospel song. Um, and I'm gonna go with Marvin Sap. Never would have made it. Because I mean, it, here's the truth. Ooh. I mean, I, man, the 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 turning point in my life really was um, recently, like within the last few years, and it really, um, man, it really, it really was the gospel. Man, it really was the mm. good news. The good news. And I, you know, I grew up in church, so, um, but I wasn't really, I wasn't really, um, I didn't really understand what I understand now. Mm. I understood church as a religion. And I think there are certain things in life that are good to do religiously, like, it would be good for me to go to the gym religiously.
0: Mm.
2: You know, it would be good for me to drink a certain amount of water religiously and have a certain diet religiously.
0: Come on. But
2: man, um, as it relates to my relationship with God, man, that can't be religious. Like it has to be a relationship. And uh, I think that's something that I have recently discovered and it, it has, um, it has been sort of the foundation for who i who i am today mm. not sort of it is it is the I'm foundation
0: the verbal switch
2: yeah so um yeah never would have made it mm. i think that's the name of the song right i mean at I least do, that's in I, the words i do believe so yeah
0: Oh, I remember the first time I heard that song. I remember the first time I heard that song, where I was and who I was with. Wow. It was a car ride. Yeah. And I remember I was going through so much at that time. I was going through so much personally, professionally. um, I was was lost. I, I didn't know what was going on. Uh, and I remember hearing that song and the way that it ministered to me brought me to tears. But you Mm. see, I was a little embarrassed because the person I was in the car with, I'm like, Hey, I can't, I can't, I can't let no tears be visible here. Yeah, I got, I'm in G mode, you feel me? Capital G, like, Hey, (laughs) come on. (laughs) So, I, 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 I kept my face looking out the window, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And kept my cry silent. But that song, because when we create the space to really think about, and this is why I'm a music lover. Music is so powerful and so instrumental in our lives.
3: Yeah.
0: There is a song. There, there's not just a song, there are several songs out there. And this is why I'm so I'm so grateful that this question came to me. And actually it came to me even after I spoke to you. And I wasn't home when the question hit me, but I had to put it in my notes.
2: Yeah.
0: In my phone. Cause I didn't want to lose it. But I'm so grateful that it came to me because there are so many songs that really speak to who we are, where we've been, where
2: we are and where we're going, yeah oh man yeah mm. yeah you're you're right about that man music is um man it is uh it's a tool if we know how to if we know how to uh to use it like it can really change um like the atmosphere in our lives, man. Mm. Um. For, for in, in either direction. Yes. You know, there are some <laughs> songs that that <laughs> there uh-huh. are some songs that you can hear that have you. I would man, listen. If you'd asked me this question <laughs> about music and the soundtrack of my life at uh, Saint Edward High School days, man, I would have said Eight hey, Ball MJG. Come on. <laughs> they say pimping. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's so funny because come on for the classic. <laughs> it's so funny because I would listen to these songs and I would really think that I was like the person that the song was portraying.
0: Come on, you better take and here it.
2: here I am, you know this uh, there was some of my friends man that, that told me that my I grew up in the Co- in the Cosby family Mm. you know in comparison to the situation that they were faced with daily you know
0: mm-hmm.
2: my mom and dad there and you know we everything looked hunky-dory
0: hey did and, y'all sit um, down and eat dinner together
2: we did we did Come on. we did so you know as a kid i again I, I i that's easily something you take for granted you don't realize that um there's people out here who are who would, you know, love, just, they would give anything to have that as their norm. And uh, here I am listening to, you know, A-Ball and JG and I'm thinking like that music is going inside of me and it's making me feel like I am uh, exactly who
3: Mm.
2: my, me and my cousins decided we had no choice to be. You know, we Ooh, we we out here hit. pimping. We out here being players and whatever. This but, just um, hit me. Yeah.
0: Do you think you had an alter ego?
2: <laughs> 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 Man, that's a, I you know, I never thought about that. Um but I was if I understand what an alter ego is. I would say yes, because, and I think the alter ego really lived a lot louder than I, than I did. And and a lot, a lot, uh, yeah, yeah, I would, I would definitely say yes. I would definitely say yes. And I was always in a, um, I didn't realize it then. I don't think I realized until you just said that, but I was sort of always trying to become like, I wanted to be authentic about, like, who I was then, like, unconsciously. Mm. But I can remember trying to enjoy um, some of the things that were, like, they were not the example that my father set for me, per se. And trying to enjoy um, that, sort of that stage of my life. And certainly, don't get me wrong, I had some very enjoyable moments it wasn't like I was constantly, I enjoyed myself a lot, but I would always have those truth moments where I would like look at myself in the mirror and be like, man, this is really like, you're putting on a front. Like, this is not really who you are. Mm. And, um, but yeah, I guess an alter ego is, is a a fair way to describe. Um,
0: Oh, I know you know this album, Nate, because and I just saw it. I just saw it. The image just went right as I'm listening to you, Raymond versus Raymond.
2: Raymond versus Raymond.
0: Name the artist.
2: Is that DMX? Usher. Oh no, nah, I don't. You know what? See, here's the thing. I didn't listen to like if I.
0: Wait, that was to, um, an al- Yeah, that was an album. Let me grab this iPad. I got to look it up. I- that was an you, album. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: You, you know, the only reason I said DMX because he had some weird, like not weird, but he he confronted the idea of like, um, you know, he had that song about Damien. I don't know if you listen to DMX, uh, but like DMX, I like,
0: say yes.
2: Yeah, like he 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 confronted the idea of like sort of a spiritual element of being influenced like to do things mm. so that's why i thought that's what i thought you were getting that but no you know I, I i listen to r&b but not really i listened to it in the right at the moment that it needed to be played i didn't listen yeah. to it like just ride in the car i listened to it you know we talked about how music can sort of like And affect the atmosphere. I listened to it when I was trying to get the atmosphere to be affected. If you feel, come on, you know. But I didn't really listen to R and B like that. Like to know what was, you know, like that was that was an album. Yeah,
0: Raymond versus Raymond. Yeah, that was yeah. I, I thought it was, but I don't know. That's that's what I saw when I heard when I heard you sharing what you just shared. Because a lot of times, ooh, we are, like, I am Tamika, you are Nate, but then there's that other side of us. Yeah. That isn't us. Yeah. Deep down, deep rooted.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know, you talked about those three parts, you know, body, soul, and spirit. And I think, um... Sometimes the person that we are in our body, like in the part of us that the world can see, that's where we sort of let that alter ego like be on display. And I think it's like our spirit that is really who we really are. Mm. But, um, you know, our spirit doesn't really have... Um, mm. a, a, a real outlet until we sort of let him get into the we got to at least let him into the front seat, man. Mm. You know, we have him sitting in the back and he's trying to speak up and say, hey, turn, turn left here. You know, but we have our a different part of ourselves in control and in the driver's seat. But um,
0: I'm following the right GPS.
2: Yeah, you got it. That's the picture I have in my mind. And I was sharing this with uh, my actually I was it with my pastor some uh, so a while back. It's like when you allow your um sort of your flesh to get out of the driver's seat. Well, not when you allow, but when you force your flesh to get out of the driver's seat and and get out of get from behind the wheel you know and go into the back seat because he can't leave mm. it's not like we can separate ourselves from the part of ourselves that can sometimes make us make the wrong decision or like go in the wrong direction like that you know i i, I, I certainly don't get it right 100 percent of the time uh, because our who we are as a whole is always going to be something we have to contend with and uh but yeah i think these days man I, I do my very best to be uh true to who i am and i think who i don't think but i know that who i really am is who i am in my spirit mm. so my fear is in the driver's seat these days it's a much smoother it's a much smoother journey that way
3: mm. mm, 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 mm. Oh.
0: You know, I, I hadn't been keeping up, right? I hadn't been keeping count. But I'm gonna say you have reached seven already.
2: Oh that's what I, I'm
0: gonna say. I, I stopped I, at four. Well I agree. That I actually took the pen to the paper and and and, and yeah. real. March oh. four. But sir, you didn't spit truth. You this entire episode. You just been dropping, dropping truth moment. You know, some people call them gems. <laughs> it, oh god.
2: Mm. Well yeah, this is this has been fun, man. I I
0: now what I tell you. What
2: what, what young, You did. You told me, man. Like I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, man, like I don't I don't really want this thing. How many parts can we have? <laughs> this is fun. You know, it's I think it's, it's like this has been uh very beneficial to me. Mm. to, like, uh, have this conversation and sort of say some things that I, I probably have thought. But, like, you forced me to be very intentional about thinking about certain things. And, like, some of the things I've said, I've never, I've never said, I've never, like, verbalized these things before. Some wow. some, some of the things I was shared, they, I'm sure they were in my mind. So I appreciate you uh, bringing them out.
0: Mm. You know, I, I said at the top of the episode that I'm one of those types of women. Women, black, you know, woman, black woman. I I just believe that men have something to say too. Men have a voice too. And um I've just always been I've always been that way. Um I've never been one sided you know what i'm saying i've never been i've always had an ear um to men's voices right yeah. and um i think that as far back as i can remember um i've developed certain relationships centered around just that yeah and and yeah. and and that that was it yeah but as I've been tapping more into my purpose, mm-hmm. um, the calling on my life and, and and who I am. And this is why I'm just so grateful for God giving me the vision to create this 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 segment. Well I don't know if I really want to call it a segment, um to create boys to men within the truth moment. Yeah. So you know, a lot of times we're given ideas and we're like, eh, you know, we kind of put them on the bed bearing them. But this is one that I am just truly grateful because I've learned so much as an individual and as a woman about the journey of boyhood to manhood. I even had my dad on as a guest really? and I yeah. learned some things about Mr. Dunn that <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I didn't know, and my dad is, is a storyteller. You know, I was telling you, I've all I, I like storytelling because that's my daddy, yeah, that's my daddy. And so, um, some of the stories that he told along his journey were just powerful. And so, again, I applaud you for saying, you know what yeah Mika this is something I ain't never done but I'm I'm down I'm cool yeah and the fact that you have just been so comfortable and so mm, willing I told you this was just going to be a conversation that was just free flowing just like we would sit and you know having a drink or something sit up post it up you know what yeah. I'm saying, Jess? Yeah. And that's the atmosphere and that's the vibes that I have I have. I'm not gonna say I've wanted to create it, I have created that here no, on the platform.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm uh I think that it's a very uh it's very useful for you to create this platform for for us guys because a lot of us have some things in our journey that, uh, overlap, like with a lot of other guys that other guys can relate to.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it does seem like women, women are usually more willing to, uh, I I would say, especially black women are more willing to sort of talk about these sort of things. And, um, I think it's easier for a woman to approach this because men, I don't know. I just don't think that men would have asked the same type of questions that engage, um, you know, your guests the way you do. So, mm. yeah, I applaud you for, for what you're doing. I thank you, sir. I
0: thank you. And you know, I had, I mean, just listening to you, I all these questions were coming up. So it's just so divine that you ask, how many parts can we have here? <laughs> so I mean, anytime you want to come back, I mean, we 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 could we could arrange anytime you want to come back because I actually had some questions that I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. Um in the Department of Fatherhood, being that you have a daughter and two sons. Yes. There were some questions that were just running up on me, and I'm like, hey, wait, I'm trying to listen, hold on, wait.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I mean, if if, if you down, I'm like, listen, I'm- you know what
3: I'm
2: saying? <laughs> down. Hey, you know, I was going to say that, you know, you had that, you talked about that song, you heard it in the car. I have a Brandy song um. That stick to my. I'm serious. It doesn't resonate the way that song resonated with you. It's just a song that I I can remember exactly where I was when I heard it. It's it's kind of weird. It, it would it would have no. It would bring no value to this conversation. But it's <laughs> just a song that, that I remember. Uh, and I remember exactly where I was when I heard it. I don't know. It's kind of weird. But anyway, delete that out. Yeah.
0: I, listen I don't do no
2: editing okay <laughs> this
0: is wrong oh, and uncut
2: yeah but yeah I mean I'd love to answer some questions about fatherhood man that's like the that's my pride and joy man my children
0: I can tell I can tell you posted a, a IG clip a video mm-hmm. that beautiful baby girl you teaching her how to fish I'm like
2: oh, man.
0: look at Nate yeah. look at Nate
2: yeah, that's my sugar pie right there, boy.
0: I just I feel like you have a re- a different relationship with each one of them, and see, yeah. as parents, we have to understand that when you have multiple children, you will have different relationships because your children speak different love languages,
3: but Absolutely. you love
0: them equally the same.
3: Yeah, yeah. And
0: you are so hands on with them and I and I know you ain't putting on just for the gram. That that's who you are.
2: Yeah, I try to be, man. I try to be. It's, no, you uh,
0: are. You are.
2: I will I will agree with you. I am. That is? Yeah. I agree. I agree.
0: So I mean we 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 can set that on up. I would love to have you back, man.
2: I really would. I'm I, I am more than willing. This has been this has been really fun.
0: We good. I'm glad you enjoyed. Yeah. Can you you still working on that sweet tea? Can can we raise? Can I raise my you glass know, and you raise your?
2: Yeah, I still got it. Yeah, let's raise them.
0: Come on. Listen. Cheers. Cheers. For future truth moments.
2: Truth moments. That's what I'm talking about.
0: Come on, sir.
2: <laughs> and you know what they say about the truth, boy? What they say? They say it'll make you free.
0: Mm.
2: I'm a free man.
0: Come on. I love it. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Well, listen, Mr. Williams, I know you got to get home to that beautiful wife of yours and those beautiful children. Um, You know, again, your, your journey from boyhood to manhood for me, as long as I have known you, I can honestly say I feel like it is. it has been divinely aligned. I feel like your steps have been ordered. I feel like everything that you have experienced from a little boy, as always, we say, G, <laughs> come on, till now, yeah. yeah, everything has happened exactly the way that it was supposed to happen for you to be exactly who you were supposed to be and who you are meant to be. Yeah. And so I I just, I applaud you. I salute you again um, to your bravery, um, to your honesty and to your journey, man. And I, and I, I wish nothing but the best moving forward for you and your family.
2: Man, I appreciate that. I appreciate that a great deal.
0: Yes, keep doing
2: what you're doing, now. I
0: plan on it. I believe you.
2: I plan on it.
0: I believe you. I don't feel like you just handed me, you know, something just to be handed to me. I believe you. Yeah. It's been real. It's been real. And um, I thank you for sharing you with not only myself, but I'm not even gonna say the listeners right now. I'm gonna say the truth moment community. Yes. Come on. <laughs> I like the way that sounds.
2: Yeah, I like not that just too. the
0: listeners, but it's it's some folks who, who really um get down with the truth moment. Whether yeah. it's 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 the episodes where I'm solo guest. Um, or even my Wednesday Groove episodes with my with my co-hosts, you know what I'm saying? Like some folks who've been rocking with me from the beginning. And um, so I have built, not I am, I have built a community here in the podcasting world. And so I thank you for uh being a part of that that journey and this experience.
2: I am Equally appreciative. I thank you so much for the opportunity.
0: Yes, yes. Well, I don't know if you mind sharing or not, but mm-hmm. if you want to shout yourself out, you know your Instagram. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'll tell
2: you what. Here's what I like to do. Um, I mean, my Instagram is. I think it's probably okay if you know me, but it's not really. I, I would rather, if I could, plug my my wife. Ooh! Because she's doing some things, man, that uh, oh, is worth God. paying attention I almost to. Took
0: off. You, you, you. Oh, wait. You talking about church and things? A minute. I almost
2: took off. Yeah. No. She really is, man. She. I remember when she first got on social media. Boy, I hated it. I, <laughs> I hated it. I was like, man, you need to get. Because I got on social media before her. She thought it was stupid. For, for, she thought social media was a waste of time. And mm. boy, once she got on, it, 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 um man, it was tough, but now she has really, um, used, she's really, really utilizing social media to do some really, um, powerful things. So she has a, a, well on, on Instagram she's affectionately known as the fun foodie mama. Um, and that is sort of a place where she shares about mom life. Um, you know, family entertainment, restaurants. Um, I would. I'm proud to say she was recently featured on the cover of uh, Tampa Bay Parenting Magazine. Come on. Um, she is a a regular guest on a local uh, morning show here. Uh, they have a segment called Maggie and the Moms.
0: Really, I didn't
2: know that. Yeah, yeah, and she's a I'm regular. Sure you shared it yeah i think i have i probably could share more but uh and she's also a regular uh contributor to a local paper here called the wesley chapel weekly um and most recently and this is probably the thing that she's most passionate about she started a foundation uh called mahogany kids fine arts foundation Mm. um i think that has more of a facebook presence than uh anything but that's a a foundation she started. It's a five hundred one c three, and in, the mission is to expose uh, children of color to the arts. She was very much influenced by the arts growing up, and she sees the of value. You know, our, our children sometimes aren't really into the arts, yes. and um, so she's made her mission to um, try to give our children some exposure. Um. And one last thing, I probably should have saved that one for last, but she also, if there's any moms out there, um, she has a a, a mom group called, it's just called Mahogany Kids. Mm-hmm. And it it's it's aimed at dealing empowering children of color. Um she it has evolved somewhere. Now the moms are not just black moms because she's come to learn that. There's other moms. There's moms that 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 are in a mixed um, marriage. Let's say, and they have kids, and she wants them to feel welcome to bring their kids because the the truth is, all kids who are dealing, who are you know, of color, they deal with a different set of circumstances many times than, than children who are not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, it's a. I think that mom group is like seven or eight hundred moms strong, and they. They have an event like once a month. Wait a minute. That, uh, yeah.
0: Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Come on.
2: Mrs. Yeah. Williams,
0: hey, yeah. if you're listening, <laughs> you 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 better do it. Yeah. You better keep going.
2: Yep. Yeah. So she is um, she is not this traditional stay-at-home mom. She is busier than she has ever been. Mm. No doubt about it. So That's why I had to get my permission slip signed and notarized. Because I had to make sure that this fit in her schedule, man. You know, she has a a serious calendar that I have to make sure, um, you know, I got to make sure that things fit.
0: Well, shout out to the communication.
2: Yeah. Okay. Shout
0: out to you being considerate, husband. Yeah. Come on. I love it. And I, I wish nothing but the best for her because as a mother, as a woman, when you have a vision and to, to birth that, first of all, you're you going through the pregnancy of a of a vision. You're going yeah. through actual labor and delivery. Like yeah. and then it don't stop there. You continue yeah. to to nurture and grow that vision and I remember when I started a mom's group so to ooh, to hear that what you say 600 is that what you said
2: you know I would I think it's seven it could be as much as nine it's a it's a very large group of moms
0: that is beautiful because there is a there is a need yeah for mom support that. groups yeah. And I remember Drea said to me some time ago, Mika, you need to bring just us moms back. Mm. Now that she's a mom. Yeah. Like there, there is a real need for mom support groups because we, we need it. We need it. No, no matter doubt. how old your kids are.
2: Yeah. No doubt about it.
0: Golly. I am so happy for her.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm very proud. I'm a proud husband, and uh,
0: I know you are.
2: Yeah, she's she's she, she's doing some. She's doing some big things.
0: I mean, I see that on social media. Every time I see a post that you shot her, out, I say, "Listen, God, this is beautiful. <laughs> this is beautiful." Because I feel, I, I feel like you not only support her via social media, like you support her in real life.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think. I you mean, know, and it's
0: evident. Look at look at how you just shot it, shot at your your wife out, man. You yeah. listed everything. You know
2: everything <laughs> She's... <sighs> yeah, yeah, but you know, I'm gonna tell you, man. For anybody who's listening. This is, um, man, this is free marriage advice. There's always, I shouldn't say always, but there's occasions where there is something that one person, a direction that one person wants to go. And, um, you know, when she first got involved with, with some of this stuff, I didn't see the value in it. Mm. I didn't see, um, I, I wasn't as supportive as I, as I could have been in the beginning. And um, you know, certainly there's going to there there has been times, and there there will be times in the future where she may not completely um, agree with something that I need her support in. You know, and uh, that's part of of how we keep going. You know, mm-hmm. we, we have to just support each other, and uh, I'm glad I did. You know, there there's there's um there was a reward in it for me cuz now i get to see her like have some fulfillment you know she went from being a corporate america woman to a stay-at-home mom and she needed to find an identity and i think she's found exactly who she was supposed to be mm. and she's living it living it out every day
0: Can I tell you how much you've blessed me?
3: <laughs> you, you,
0: you have blessed me. You really have. Listen, I'm going to go on and let you go for real, for real, because we'll be inside sat here and talked another 30, 45 minutes now. Yes. Come on. Godly. Well, listen again, I thank you, sir. I thank you for your time. I thank you for your energy. I thank you for being present. During this conversation, and I am looking forward to our part two.
2: I am I, as well.
0: No, but I don't think I ever had a part two to a Boys a Men.
2: Hey, it's the first time for everything.
0: You what number? Wait, wait a minute. Where are we at? Is this eight, nine, ten? Wait a minute. Oh, go let's on. go. We are,
2: and we let's say we at least at number eight.
0: Come on, at least.
2: Yeah, I think that's new. The number of new beginnings. Come on. I believe I could be off on that one.
0: Oh, God. Well, that's 11.
2: <laughs> oh, that's me, 11.
0: That's it. I identify 11 as my number. You know, I told you we all. Oh,
2: yeah. All you told me number. about that. Yeah.
0: And 11 is, is my number. And we are recording on the 11th day of the 10th that's month right. of the year that's 2021. Right. How many ones off in that in this date? Come on. <laughs> Whew. Well, sir.
2: Ma'am. <laughs>
0: keep standing. Yes. In your manpower. Keep I growing. Like keep growing. And keep going. Okay? You got I places will. you got places to be, you got things to do and people to
2: see. Man, come on now, you about to preach. <laughs> I agree. I agree with all of that. <laughs> I agree with all of that.
0: Yes. Mm, 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 mm. Well, all right, my friend. We will uh, make sure that we put something on the books here for our part two.
2: You just uh, let me know.
0: We'll do. We'll
1: do. And I get my
2: permission slip signed again.
0: Yes, and, and, and let let Miss Kiva know in advance. I thank her.
2: Yeah, I sure will.
0: Yes. Yes. Will you stay blessed? All right, and yeah. stay light, and stay yes. free
2: amen to that
0: yes until we meet again my friend peace
2: peace have a good night
0: you as well did you dig today's episode i hope and i pray that you did and i hope and i pray that you are leaving today's episode with a truth moment that you can deposit into your spirit bank Mm -hmm. hey so listen If you have not subscribed to the Truth Moment Podcast on Apple Podcasts yet, make sure that you do that. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, as soon as you finish listening to this episode, go on and do that. Okay, subscribe, rate, and write a review. Yeah, ain't too much to ask, is it? Nah, I didn't think so. So listen, if you all have any future topics uh, that you would love to hear as it relates to a truth moment, please make sure that you holler at me. Uh huh. Reach out and email me at truthmomentthepodcast at gmail.com. If you aren't connected to the truth moment over in the world of the gram, that's Instagram, that is, mm-hmm. make sure that you get connected and come on and hang out with the truth community at truthmomentpodcast All right. Y'all be easy. And again, thank you for pressing play.